You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. It's already December, but happy Advent season, happy December month to you all. Welcome to the Fully Alive radio show for our Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity. This is our once a month radio program uh, talking about Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity stuff, the ministry. I'm not uh, alone here in studio. My name is Raymond Pingoy. I'm with the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity, but here with me, is Kevin? How you doing, Kevin? I'm doing alright. How are you doing? I'm I'm good. I um, uh, you know, it's a nice, pleasant December. I can't. Yeah, it's got a little yeah. little nip to the air, but you know, you put on a couple layers and uh, <laughs> walk around a little bit. It, it, it heats you up, right? So. Although you know, although it's uh, there's that uh, as you mentioned uh, before we started uh, recording, you, you said there's a you you had a cold. Yeah, or you have yeah. a cold still. Right? Yeah, you know, just a little bit of a runny nose. Uh, right. I think it was something going around the office or something <laughs> earlier this week. So. Sorry, I, I might have been the one to spread that. <laughs> I, I have six kids, so. Oh, man. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I guess it's that season as well, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Again, this is the Fully Alive radio show. Um, not just a radio, but also a podcast. So we're on camera. Um, trying to look my best here. I comb my hair this time around. Right, but uh, yeah, we're gonna place some focus on young people, uh, young adults, uh, teens in in the ministry, and starting with you, Kevin O'Gorman. Am I saying that right? Yeah, Kevin O'Gorman. O'Gorman. Yep. Kevin O'Gorman is an intern for our Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity, and he joins us as a fellow of uh, Amate House. Correct? Yep, Amate House. Oh my goodness! Uh, so, yeah, as you all can see, those who are viewing us on uh, on uh, YouTube, uh, Kevin's a young a, a young a young lad, yeah, a young lad, right? <laughs> I like to think so, right? You know, um, <laughs> I uh, I recently graduated from the University of Dayton, so I'm okay. 23. So 23 on, on the younger side of things, especially working in church ministry. But yeah, so I graduated from the University of Dayton with a degree in history as well as theology. And um, like you said, I'm also a fellow at Amate House here, which is a program sponsored by the Archdiocese. It's a year of service program. So uh, I live in community with a bunch of other people in a house down on the south side of Chicago. And we serve in nonprofits across the city as well. Beautiful. First of all, how, how did you get a hold of or how did you meet um, the Amate folks. Yeah, so I really had kind of a, um, you know, I, I don't want to call it like a crisis of conscience, but uh, towards the end of my time in college, I was really, you know, trying to discern what my next steps would be. And there was this real big pull in my heart to do ministry, a really big pull in my heart to, you know, kind of be involved in the church full time. I'd done, you know, s- some stuff over the summer and, you know, I worked at the um, campus ministry at my at my university. But I think, you know, the more I had done it, the, the deeper that sort of call and the, the deeper I think the Lord was really inviting me into that relationship. 
And um, yeah, so I, I looked around for, and you know, like I said, I uh, was still trying to discern exactly what that would look like. Uh, I know I was a little bit nervous kind of going into full-time ministry. I didn't want to like start a job right away. And then, yeah. you know, who knows a year or two down the line, I'm like, oh man, this didn't really turn out great. <laughs> you know, like this is actually not what the Lord is calling me to, you know? Uh-huh. And so um, at my, you know, luckily there were a couple people at my university uh, who had done a Mate House beforehand. Uh, okay. Shout out oh, Corinne, really? Corinne Woodruff, who is here a couple years, who was oh, with the OHDS cool. a couple years ago as well. She's a wonderful campus minister. Uh, she was a date and now she's at a high school in Cincinnati. But uh-huh. uh, after kind of talking to her and, um, you know, looking at a couple other programs, um, Amate really had a lot of, lot of wonderful opportunities, especially with uh, this pro, this position here at the OHDS, honestly, yeah. being able to serve really full-time in ministry, but added like an archdiocesan level, not just a parish or yeah. like a individual ministry level. And I thought that was such a really unique thing and something that, you know, I think I was really happy to be able to, to be with. Yeah. That's amazing because, yeah, I mean, um, truth be told, there are some ministry parts of it, but there's also a, a big portion of the admin stuff of it yeah, as well, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I, I I haven't met all of the Amate uh, fellows, and are, are they all from different areas? Just a little bit of, of what Amate is. What, what does that house look like uh, on a daily maybe? Yeah, yeah. Little, so yeah. Um, so we live in McKinley Park, so it's just west of uh, Sox Park in Bridgeport. And um, right by the 35th and Archer Stop, we live in an old convent there, right by oh. what used to be St. Maurice Church. Very beautiful church. Um, but yes, we live in an old convent there. And uh, there, right, this year there's six of us. Generally there's like 10 plus, you okay. know. Um, and it kind of depends on the year. This is a little bit more of a down year for a lot of service programs nationwide. Mm. Um, but, you know, generally between, you know, six and 10, 12, something like that. All about the same age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're all 23, 22. Okay. Um, yeah. And they're really from all over, you know. Uh, I know last year they had people from, oh gosh, like Creighton, a couple mm. people from LA, all that stuff. But this year, a little bit more Midwest and East Coast. Okay. Um, half half the people went to Boston College, which is kind of crazy, right? Oh, okay. uh, but uh, so they know each other. Yeah, they did. They do. They did know each clickish. other before they right. <laughs> Two of them had actually lived together beforehand really? as okay. well, <laughs> uh, which was kind of a funny thing. Uh, they both had applied, but neither of them had told each other oh, <laughs> until goodness. they both got in. So they re- so hey, they I like were like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> well they they told us like hey like I got in. They're like wait, so did I? You know, which was a really um, crazy story, right? Yeah, funny. Um, but yeah, so um, there's we have Anez who's from Puerto Rico. Uh, I'm. Oh, I'm cool. just from South Chicago, from uh, Bourbonnet, Illinois. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. yes. And uh, Jackson, New York, you know, that sort of stuff. So people kind of from all over the place. Oh, so. man. Uh, all right, so, some secrets that you guys get along, or you guys some Yeah, drama. things are going really <laughs> well, kidding. honestly. You know, I, I lived in community a couple times before okay, college. Okay, yeah. Uh, I That's went, a big part of it is community yeah. life, oh, right? definitely. Yeah. We spend a lot of time together. Um, we eat together five days a week, so Sunday through Thursday, um, you know, as kind of younger people, Fridays and Saturdays yeah. are kind of harder times to get everybody in <laughs> for dinner. Um, but oh, uh, nice. yeah, so like we intentional eat. time together. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we watch Survivor every Thursday oh night. My gosh, that's my jam. And then uh, every yeah. every other week, we have an intentional prayer time where we kind of rotate through the through the fellows, and somebody will lead us in like an hour and a half ish kind of prayer session. Um, kind of looks different. Uh, last week we uh, did kind of like a meditation on the um, uh, on a labyrinth, you know. So we're like you you're in like a like a maze, and mm. as you walk through it, it invites you into diff- different parts of contemplation and stuff like that. And uh, earlier we had done like a sort of longer Ignatian uh, prefl- like contemplation oh, sort of thing. Right. So Beautiful. it really depends on the individual spirituality of the person who's leading it, yeah. kind of what's been important in their life and how they want to share it with each other. So that's beautiful. And this is uh, is it a is everyone Catholic there? Everyone comes. So everyone from comes from a Catholic background right okay. now. But in years past, they've had people from uh, you know a variety of Christian traditions or no uh, faith tradition at all. So oh, okay. um, it's very much the kind of like big tent uh, focus. 
even uh-huh. though it is sponsored by the archdiocese and we have a lot of close ties to the church you know of course i'm working here <laughs> and uh I'll, you know i've a lot of the, a lot of the positions are with archdiocese and like schools or programs stuff like that um it is ex- open to everybody of all faiths or, or no faiths as well and, and i really do firmly believe that there's a place for everybody within that sort of community this is uh it's, it's beautiful because one it's bringing me back to a long time ago my 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 year, my 23rd birthday, I remember clearly, I, this was a long while back, I remember I cried. I cried. I, I mm. went to my corner of the world, which is because I grew up in New Jersey. I grew up yeah, in the beach yeah. area. And I, I went to the beach and I said, Lord, where are you calling me? Like, it's, it's that mm. moment, you know, that in, in your life. I want to go back or rewind a little bit in, in your discernment. How, yeah. how did you discern? How did you even kind of uh, go about uh, making that decision to enter into ministry, to enter into the Amate house? Yeah, you know, I, I think for me, it was a lot of prayer, a lot of time, and honestly, a lot of just discussions with people. You mm. know, like I said, I had been involved in ministry in a lot of different capacities. Um, and I really do want to give a shout out to the wonderful people at the University of Dayton Campus Ministry who were, uh, Dayton's a, a Catholic school as well, and the Marianist brothers there were uh, so influential Beautiful. in my sermon process as well as my interaction with the community and what it looks like to you know be church, right? Yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, on one hand, like there's that personal sta- like a tale, like I said earlier, where I was kind of reaching a point where I you know, had to figure out some stuff to do afterwards, right? And, you know, I had originally entered... Um, undergraduate school, like thinking like, oh man, like I'm going to do this. I'm going to come out and do the whole professor thing and everything. Mm. And, you know, I I'd kind of gone to the end of that rope and I was like, man, this is just not where, you know, not life-giving to me, mm. honestly. Like I just really couldn't see myself. It's not for it. you. Yeah. yeah. And thankfully, um, I think that's a sermon period. You know, I, like I said, I lived in a community and the Marianists uh, had a kind of program where you would live in, a, where uh, they would give you like a house to live in with a couple other people. Mm-hmm. And then you would also kind of like what we what we do this year, we would have meals and uh, prayer nights once a week and things like that. And we would, you know, share out the space with other communities as well. And that was such such a pivotal time for me, I think, mm. to you know, spend time with others and to yeah. really enter into these like really deep, really intentional and really impactful like uh you know, friendships, but also spiritual relationships as well. And I kind of got off, as I was kind of entering to the end of that, I was like, man, like, I really don't want this to end, you know? And um, I think with that, it was, you know, I started asking around and there was, you know, I I didn't know exactly where that would, where that would lead me afterwards. But uh, like I said, you know, Corinne and the wonderful people at the, at the, at the university really uh, gave me some, some opportunities. I met uh, Unity, who used to be their uh, recruiter, okay. and uh, she showed up to Dayton, and I, you know, talked to her in person, and she, um, you know, recruiter that she was, yeah, you know, yeah. it gave me a lot of really good uh, good things. I got a fancy water bottle, which I, which I have right here. You know, if you join Amate, many water bottles, <laughs> those, dare those, I say. Yeah, those gifts, those freebies, <laughs> man, they get That's you. That's true, very true. So, um, nice, okay. Yeah. So, I, well, I mean, before we get into your experience as an intern, I just want to reflect back. I mean, we're enter, we've entered the season of Advent. I, I want to ask you this question of how was it last year for you? Because um, I would imagine, what when did you sign up? When did you move to Chicago? And I would imagine last Advent season was a different Advent season for you. So kind of mm-hmm. maybe take us in, in that journey a little bit of, how it was last year and, and how it is going into this year's Advent season. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I've, I've always had a, uh, a deep love for Advent season. You know, obviously Christmas is such a wonderful time too, but I think 
Advent is such a special time in which it you know, kind of shocks us out of ordinary time, right? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. we reach the end of Christ the King and all of a sudden it's cold and all of a sudden like the leaves aren't just changing, they're it's, falling. It's getting and darker. Yeah, right, yeah, it's getting darker. And I think, you know, all the special traditions around it, right? You light all the candles, you mm. you know, you, de- you decorate the rectory, you do all this uh, extra stuff. And I think that's such a special way in like marking time within both the church as well as my personal spiritual life. Um, I was just talking, my roommates and I were actually just talking about this at, at dinner last mm-hmm. night about how uh, the different kind of devotions that we're trying to do for Advent. Um, I love how intentional that is in yeah. our household. Yeah. Well, I mean, before every dinner, we start with prayer. And uh, for us as a community, uh, we really uh, try to open it up to each person. Uh, generally, you know, most nights someone, somebody will have stumbled across like uh, either like a poem or like mm. a passage or some God sort of speaks. verse yeah, yeah. That, that, that had spoken to them over the week. And, um, you know, even though it's not like a quote-unquote traditional, you know, mm. uh, meal prayer, it's still a good, t- good way for us to, you know, bring forward ourselves, bring That's forward what we, what we do at work. You know, we mm. – uh, a lot of them <clears throat> are involved in very deep ministry things. Like mm-hmm. there, a couple of them are caseworkers. Others work at schools, and those are very emotionally taxing at times. So I think it's it's really yeah. important for us to share those parts of each other. And we were just talking about the different devotions that we did, and um, I was sharing how personally uh, I'm a big fan of the St. Andrew Christmas Novena, yes. which yeah, uh, for for those that don't know, it's um, it's kind of intense. <laughs> the the idea is that you have a uh, it's kind of a shorter novena, right? So a novena you pray over, you know, traditionally nine days for a specific intention or to a saint or for whatever reason. And the St. Andrew Christmas novena is that you, you're supposed to pray it uh, 25 times each day of the 25 mm-hmm. days leading up to Christmas. And that's pretty, that, that's a lot, right? <laughs> you know, 25 of anything in any given day is <laughs> right, right. considerable. Cons- yeah. yeah, so, um, but... You know, the idea is that you just pray it as much as you can or whenever it comes sure. to mind, right? And so for me personally, I put that as the lock screen on my phone. So mm. whenever I pick up my phone or whenever I have Wh- Which like, is for me, like, often. Right? Yeah, yeah, right? So, I mean, you <laughs> oh, know, just, <laughs> I yes. get a lot of text messages, emails, all sorts of stuff. And I think it's a, it's a good way to, you know, take a, you know, recognize that, like, uh, prayer is like a part of my daily life, sure. right? You know, I'm taking that step back, even if it's just the whatever 30 seconds that it takes to recite the prayer. Um, I think that's, a, that's an important part for me, I think. Oh man, I, I I love hearing these stories. It's bringing me back. I feel like such an old man talking to, uh, talking to you right now. But I want to get into the whole internship experience as well. Totally. We're gonna take a break real quick. Uh, stay tuned. We're gonna talk to continue to talk to Kevin. Catholic Charities founding mission. For more than 100 years, we have met people and families where they are, serving anyone in need, regardless of their faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. As our world absorbs the economic, political, and social aftershocks of the pandemic, 50% or more of the 6 million people living in Cook and Lake counties have little or no savings. They are a paycheck away from zero. We are deeply grateful to everyone in the Catholic Charities community who partners with us to alleviate the suffering of the people we serve and offer them a better path forward. We are witnessing a message of mercy and hope to a world very much in need. Learn more at catholiccharities.net. People 
always say, how can you spend your day with three-year-olds? Seeing the changes that they go through and just the journey and how they grow, this is a very rewarding job. Even though at the end of the day, we're not the highest paid people on earth. And when I have a parent contact me and say, my child loves school, that to me, I'm setting that foundation for their love of learning. Because really you are changing lives, you are molding lives. Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Did you know that Catholic Charities accepts car donations? If you're ready to free up space in your garage and put a stop to all those expenses that go along with owning a car, we will gratefully accept your donation, whether the car is running or not. You choose a pickup time that is convenient for you, and we will make the donation as easy as possible, free of charge. You'll receive a charitable donation receipt as well. We accept all types of vehicles nationwide, and you will know that your donation is made to Catholic Charities, an agency you can trust. To learn more about donating your car, call 877-786-4483. That's 877-786-4483. Thank you. Welcome back to Fully Alive, the radio show, radio program for the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity. I'm your host, Raymond Pingoy, and with me, Kevin O'Gorman, talking about Amate House and his now, let's talk about it, and your internship uh, in the Archdiocese of Chicago, Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity. Now, I understand you wear a lot of hats. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Yes. So uh, go for it, man. What, uh, what's your experience been? I know, again, you've been juggling a lot of things. Uh, there's a lot of different ministries, a lot of different issues yeah. in uh, the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity that, uh, that we're standing firm and, and uh, uh, standing for, uh, for justice, for peace, yeah. for life. Uh, so go ahead. How's your experience been? Oh, it's been wonderful. Um, you know, when uh, part of the reason why I decided to take this uh, internship, and especially with Tamante, was the fact that I kind of wanted to, you know, try it all per se, right? <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to get in there and see, you know, what was the right type of ministry for me, what was the right yeah. uh, thing to do, you know, what what things did I really feel called towards? And I definitely will say that I, I feel that here. There's a lot of need in all the ministries. It's a fire here. hose, though. Oh, huh? totally. And but I think it's it's so wonderful, right? It's so life giving, yeah. and um, yeah. So you know, I've been involved in basically, <laughs> in one way or another. Most ministries there at OHDS. Uh, I help out. Uh, I used, I helped out a lot with the CCHD, the Catholic mm. Campaign for Human De- uh, Development. Um, at the begin at the beginning of the year, they had a uh, their collection in November, so I helped out a lot. Shout out to Danny. Yeah, Danny was killer with that. And so uh, more recently, I've been helping out a lot with uh, the Care for Creation Ministry, which mm. uh, focuses a lot on Laudato Si and environmental issues, uh, but also kind of also expands uh, into kind of the Respect Life spectrum as well, uh, encouraging us to raise up um, all of creation, which includes our fellow humans. Uh, I'm currently working on a discussion series that we're going to have for Laudato Si Week, which is coming up in uh, May of this, of next year. So uh, be on the lookout for more things about that. We're mm. looking to get uh, academics from different Chicago or different Catholic universities across Chicago to talk about uh, the intersection of Lenato C with like AI and machine learning and like technology as well as yeah like immigration and violence and all those things so we're looking forward to doing that 
Um, and I think it's been such a, a life-giving ministry as well. Uh, I work a lot, especially or with them also. With uh, They have a Catholic Youth Climate Summit, which is coming up in um, Catholic February. Catholic Youth Summit, okay. Yeah, so they take uh, <clears throat> from the different high schools, uh, different Catholic high schools in Chicago. Uh, there are a couple, a couple of students in each high school uh, volunteer to serve as leaders, and they have formation sessions uh, every other week, I believe. And so they come forth, and uh, the different leaders in the, in the ministry, as well as a couple people in the Catholic schools, uh, give them different instructions and different uh, parts of Laodicea, parts of environmental ministry, parts of how to like lead small groups and things like that. Yeah, and yeah. that all culminates in a, uh, in a weekend-long event uh, held in February where the students actually uh, lead small groups and lead larger group discussions themselves about the climate and about how uh, our faith interacts with that. And one of the things that I've, you know, like you, you started off this uh, this podcast with uh, about how to like in, engaging the youth and where are the youth at and things like that. And yeah. I think that uh, for a lot of people, and for especially for a lot of young people, the climate and the world today is such a strong yeah. issue yeah. and such a vivid part of not, their daily of their daily experience and their daily life. And I think that you know, I'm very glad that the church and even especially this ministry here in Chicago has taken such a strong stance to uphold that and to bring Christ light and Christ and mm. ref, the reflection of Christ and our faith within that as well. You know? I want to ask you that question. When, when you were a teen, a while back, when yeah, you were a teen, yeah. was that important to you? How Were you part of the, the ministry? I guess what I'm trying to say is mm-hmm. uh, why, why do you think this is important to uh, get involved uh, as, as a young person? Yeah, I, I think being involved both as a young person, well, you know, when I uh, was growing up, I had a lot of challenges actually getting involved mm. <laughs> with my local church community. I, I grew up in a Hispanic parish, and you know, at the time I didn't go to uh, ca- the Catholic school or mm-hmm. anything like that. And it was kind of difficult for me to kind of interact with a community that I didn't really fit in with. Mm. And mm-hmm. so when I came to Dayton and when I went to uh, such a wonderfully accepting group such as the Marianist there and the campus ministry there, it was such a, a wonder to see, like, what real, like, yeah, what it feels like to be accepted and what it feels like community. to be involved in community yeah. there. Yeah, and I know that word gets banded around a lot, but I think a real community lifts and upholds and mm. pushes each other onwards. And I think that's something that's really strong with uh, the, the environmental and the Laodicea ministry as well, right? Mm. Like when we talk about our creation, right, it also involves the brothers and sisters around us. It's right. not just, you know, it's not just tree huggers, all these things like that. And um, that's what I really am looking forward to in this climate summit and working with this, the youth today, mm. the fact that not only are they deeply engaged with the climate issue and with uh, the, you know, polit- the politics around it, but they're also engaged with what it means to lift up each other around, or lift each other up around it. What it means to change the factors that you know, environmental racism, all these things, you know, po- uh, populate. Yeah, I live in McKinley Park, and yeah. that's right on the edge of back of the yards. Um, so kind of like the back of back of the yards, if you want to think of it that <laughs> yeah. way. And there's a couple matte asphalt plants down there, and mm-hmm. the air quality is one of the worst in Chicago. And I think that. You know, when you look at the history of why it's there and you know why did they put it in that area and why did the you know the ward maps why are they drawn around this so that yeah, each, yeah, yeah so each alderman can push it to the edge of their boundary without having to worry about it and I think that's a really deep issue that you know us in the church should also uh, push for as well so. yeah and again uh, hoping and praying that uh, more young people yes. get involved in it and as you mentioned uh, especially with the uh, care for common home uh, ministry uh, a lot of our young people are gravitating towards it and it's great to kind of open up uh, their vision in yeah. in the yeah. bigger in the bigger vision of mm-hmm. its rights uh, uh, and, and 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 we pray that uh, it draws them closer to 
beauty himself, right? To 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 beauty. Uh, we we talked a little bit about this uh, when when I first uh, uh, got to know you, Kevin. About yeah. you know the the small lowercase capital B mm-hmm. leads us to the uppercase capital B beauty of, yeah, of who yeah. God is. Mm-hmm. And uh, this we pray that uh, our young people uh, start getting involved and get drawn into yeah. mm-hmm. our our creator. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, maybe uh, some wisdom, wise words from you, Kevin. How uh, how how would you invite maybe what what's what's your cha- what's your challenge for our young people now, especially entering into Advent season and into uh, our Christmas season? I think for the advent of Christmas, um, and especially the uh, advent season as a whole, there's the challenge of imitation, right? Mm. And I, w- I go to Old St. Pat's with my members of my community every Sunday, and yeah. there was recently a wonderful homily that uh, the priest gave, and he talked about this painting with Christ at the door, and he's knocking, and there's the sunlight and the sun ri- rising behind him, yeah. and he, you know, Christ both literally brings the light with him, but, uh, and is the light himself, but I think one of the things that we should that you know, my, you know like you said, your, my challenge for them is to invite Christ into themselves first mm, and foremost, mm-hmm. right? Inviting we, you can't give what you don't have, and I think that especially with a lot of young people today, there's that constant challenge to you know show sh- to build yourself up, to push yourself up, to to make yourself seem larger, or holier, or deeper, or whatever uh, than you actually are. And mm. I think part of that humility, part of that growth, and part of the real spiritual. Um, beauty that is uh, Christianity is recognizing our weaknesses and recognizing where God can grow within those. And I think that that starts with an invitation of Jesus into our own hearts. You know, one of the imagery, one an imagery or an image that I, I love to use uh, is of like a vessel overflowing. You know, mm, Jesus uses yes, this yeah. a lot in his parables and anyone that talks to me knows how much I use this image. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think God always gives an abundance, right? Yes, you know, and amen. so if we invite him in, he's not only going to fill us up, he's going to push us out to others. Amen. And I think that's where a lot of ministry, it can get such a get such a boost from, right? Yeah. It's not just about, you know, showing up to all the events or just having events and doing things like that. But I think about a personal radical encounter with Christ that yeah. necessarily involve that necessarily invites you with into others. You know, right? And I think that's a yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And I, I you know I, I deeply pray that all can experience that. Yeah, yeah. This we pray and uh, uh, please know of our prayers as we continue on in our journey in this Advent season, and and uh, and when we enter into that Christmas season, you know, receiving Christ, receiving joy, uh, as we uh, let, let's pray that this will be a different Advent season for us, right? Let's mm-hmm. pray that uh, uh, we call. I mean, it, it starts with us, as you mentioned. It starts with our hearts. It starts with the decisions that we make each and every day, uh, and let's let's make a decision to. To grow during this this Advent season, and, and I I love I love that uh, about uh, Amate House and yeah. and uh, their in, uh, them being very intentional in community life, yeah. uh, and also gonna highlight that word the invitation, mm. right? Uh, let's let's uh, let's invite let's yeah. invite folks uh, to to lean in closer to to Christ and to journey um, in this uh, great beautiful Advent season into Christ and so there's as as you mentioned there's some events uh, happening get involved uh, or 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 even just just watch I mean maybe it might just be you know start as that right just being mm-hmm. in the in a little corner just watching. Uh, uh, these events, these ministries, especially these uh, uh, this coming up December the sixteenth. That's a Friday, December sixteenth. Uh, the annual posada that's coming. Uh, I know some folks that that uh, don't necessarily participate. They would just kind of walk with. I mean, that's participation, I think, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, and, and just just being moved 
by by the whole movement of uh, uh, seeking immigration reform through the celebration. I, I see it as a celebration prayer uh, in the annual Posada. Again, December the 16th. Any other uh, events that, that uh, you have in mind? I know there. you mentioned that, that uh, uh, Care for Common Home upcoming in February, right? Yeah, yeah. The uh, Catholic Youth Climate Summit is in early February. Um, I don't remember the exact dates in there, sure, but... Yeah. Uh, you know, more info to come. More info to come, for sure. Um yeah, nothing like upcoming too much in January, but I know Respect Life has a lot of things coming up, especially so. Yes, uh, the National Prayer Vigil mm-hmm. for Life in January 18th, 19th. Actually, the, uh, there's a bishop-led live stream, the Holy Hour, coming up 18th, 19th of January. So keep, uh, keep watch uh, on that. Uh, we'll let you know more about that as it comes, uh, as it comes closer. Um, and but yeah, yeah. There's there's a uh, there's many things happening as as you all know. The National March for Life in uh, in Washington D.C. Uh, January the nineteenth. Uh, we'll again we'll uh, post that. We're, we'll talk about that in in the upcoming show. Um, Kevin, thank you so much for for joining in. Thank you for uh, talking about your experience as as a as a young person. And uh, we pray that uh, more young people uh, get involved because this is the current church. This is who we are, right, as a current church. So again, thank you for all those who are listening. Spread the word about this show, Fully Alive, the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity. Wishes you a blessed Advent season and a Merry Christmas. God bless you all. Oh, man.